there is some reason. I don't know what it is, but there is some reason why you find yourself watching this video at this moment. Whether you are a member of Rosedale Gardens and you received the email that this video has been published today, maybe that's the reason why you're here. Maybe you just happen to be trolling through YouTube and happen to click on this video. But for some reason, there's a reason why you are watching this. And there is a reason why Jesus has called you into this moment to set aside a little bit of time and spend some time with him. Though we are coming to you today from inside our church building in this beautiful worship space at this moment, know that wherever you are, wherever you may be watching this, is a sacred space. It is a space of worship. And now here we are in another week where we are facing new restrictions with COVID yet again, mid-November, holidays right around the corner. I would imagine you are feeling broken. I am feeling broken. But the good thing is, Jesus is meeting us here in our brokenness, here in this space, whatever space you find yourself in. Again, know that it is a space of worship. It is a sacred time, and there is some reason why you are here. Cast all of your anxieties on Jesus, because he cares for you. Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Psalm 147, verse 3. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Matthew 5, verses 3 through 4. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Today Jesus says to you, Come to me, all who are tired and heavy burdened, and I will give you my rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Friends, welcome to my little worship spot here at the church. I have found that sometimes when I go on mission trips and I'm with a large group or I'm all alone by myself, I like to kind of create a space uh, to worship God. And this is my space today. And although right now I'm sitting in a place for one, I'm going to imagine that you're here with me as well. So you just heard some of our staff read some of these really kind of heart-wrenching scripture passages for the theme today is broken. That in the broken places of our lives is where Jesus comes to meet us. And that's where the hope is in our brokenness. Of those five passages that you heard read to you, it's interesting to me because I took them and I looked at them as a collective whole. And as I did, I realized that in those little verses that were read, that Jesus is really busy doing a lot of amazing things for us in that space where we feel broken. Jesus is near. He's saving. He's healing. He's binding up our wounds. He's promising us a place in his kingdom. 
And when we're sad, he's comforting us. He's gentle and he's humble in heart. And he provides rest for us, physical and emotional rest in him in this crazy world in which we live. His burden is light. And also in those verses, we see what we are asked by Jesus to do. And I'll give it away ahead of time. His list of what he does for us is twice as long as what he asks of us. Because this is what he asks of us in our brokenness moments. That we cast our anxiety and our worry on him. That we come to him. He says, come to me, all that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. He asks us to take his yoke upon us and to learn from him because his yoke is easy. Now, we can't imagine what it would mean to think about any kind of yoke being light or easy. When some people imagine what a yoke looks like, they think of ox that have the big wooden yokes around their shoulders carrying these heavy wagons full of items or people or goods. Sometimes when people see the word yoke, they think of it because we know that there are many who are under the yoke of oppression by others. For some who see the word yoke, depending on their own circumstance, they see it as a heavy burden to bear, where instead of feeling like the yoke, they feel like the oxen under the weight of so much. And for others, they look at that yoke and see it as a place to bear up others, a yoke that is a little bit lighter because perhaps it's carrying the needs of others. But all those definitions aren't what Jesus described. His yoke is easy. So when he was preaching that word to the crowd around him, the Pharisees were there. And the Pharisees would teach that the people of God had to carry the yoke of the Torah. The Torah meaning the law. And the law was big, over 600 laws. And the way in which they told the people about that law was that they were to carry it and that it was a heavy burden. And the really good folks would memorize all those laws, especially those who were studying to be Pharisees and religious leaders. And so all that they had heard in Jesus's day about a yoke was the heaviness of it and the law of it. And then here comes Jesus into this place place of of pain and comfort and he says no no my yoke is easy because i'm gonna carry you i'm gonna have you lift off whatever it is that's making you anxious or troubled whatever it is that's keeping you up late at night or making you just unfocused perhaps whatever it is that just feels bigger than you Perhaps it's COVID-19 and new restrictions that we've been given. And we wonder how many more restrictions will there be? How much longer? How many more months or weeks or days will we not be able to go and live as we once lived? 
And it's understandable to be discouraged by that. Totally understandable when anxiety and worry keeps us up at night. And yet we know that Jesus has come to give us rest. So perhaps what Jesus is asking us to do is to be still, to find a place. And maybe you don't have anything with you. Maybe it's when you turn the car off in the driveway and you just take a few minutes or you step out into the kitchen and you just sit down for a moment and you name all those cares, all those worries, all those burdens, all those fears, and you name them to Jesus in a prayer and you trust that he's taking each one and caring each one for you. I came across a beautiful, inspirational poem by Deborah Ann, and it's called From Brokenness to Wholeness. So I read it to you now. In the broken places is where Jesus meets us, so we may find strength in him to fully trust. He is able to see through the cracks and the holes, for he can look into the depth of our souls. In the broken places of our shattered hearts, Jesus understands why we're falling apart. He knows the anguish of our desperation. He gets the despair of our supplication. In the broken places filled with hopelessness, it's exactly when Jesus brings us healing and wholeness. Isn't it true that when we feel confident and on top of the world, we tend to need Jesus less? when we're having those wonderful green pasture days that all seems to be right. And then sometimes when we find circumstances take us the exact opposite direction and we look up from the valley, sometimes it's then that in our brokenness or in our worry that we lean on Jesus just a little bit more. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel guilt about that. That's not the reason behind the illustration. It is this, that Jesus is always with you. Your green pasture days or your valley days, your days of light and your days of darkness, because he is the one true light. And so may this candle remind you that he is the light, that he will always be there. And may this oil of anointing such a personal touch that we do in specific services of worship. Imagine you being touched by oil on your hand or your forehead with the sign of the cross. I have my little communion kit that I take with me when I go to visit people in an intimate setting just like this one. And so may it remind you of the true communion that Jesus has for you. Lastly, I have this rock right here and it was given as a gift. I haven't done much traveling out of the country, but I find that gifts brought back to me means so much. And that is a gift um, from Northern Ireland, and it's a rock from the place called the Listening Rock. So sometimes, if I really need to know that God is listening, I move the rock closer from off my bookshelf to closer to my desk. And perhaps that can be a reminder, too, uh, that Jesus is near, just like the scripture says. Sometimes, too, I find that to have something in my pocket 
is really helpful. So a generous benefactor bought over a thousand of these little tiny pocket crosses and they're made of wood and you can stick them in your pocket or perhaps in your wallet or anywhere you go and be reminded that Jesus is our rock. Jesus is our light. Jesus longs to bless us as he does like the oil of blessing. And Jesus longs for us to be in his company and commune, to learn from his scripture. Always know that he loves you, that he sees you, that he understands you, and he'll always be there for you while we await in hope for that day when a cure for COVID has come and we are all healthy and we shall remember these moments perhaps of darkness and count ourselves stronger in faith for it. May Jesus be with you today. Amen. If grace was a kingdom, I stopped at the gate. Thinking I don't deserve to pass through after all the mistakes that I've made. Oh, but I heard a whisper as heaven bent down. Said, child, don't you know that the first will be last and the last get a crown? Open wide, 
There's a seat at the table just waiting for you. So come on inside. Just heard a great message from Pastor Kelly, and she had set up this great little worship space in just a nook of our church, and just a friendly reminder to you that you can worship wherever you are. So here we are now in, in my little sacred space in a corner of my office, and I now invite you to join me in a moment of prayer. So let us pray. Loving Lord Jesus, each and every one of us is broken in different ways. And some days those cracks in our hearts and in our souls and in our minds seem to be deeper than other days. But Holy God, we know that in the midst of our turmoil, in the midst of our brokenness, you come to us always and you remind us that you will take this yoke off of our shoulders, that you will take this burden away from us, and you will carry it for a time. But it's also part of our responsibility to come to you, Holy God, and to offer it up to you, to hand it over, to say, Lord, we don't want this anymore. Take our brokenness, take this heaviness from our shoulders and carry it for a time for us. And you indeed come through. <laughs> you indeed take all that is weighing us down and you carry it just like you carried all of our sin and all of our shame and all of our brokenness to the cross. And we give you thanks. Holy God, I pray for each person that is worshiping with us right now. I pray that they are feeling a sense of your presence and I, feel, I pray that they are feeling your healing touch upon them, that they feel that a, a piece of them is starting to be knit back together thanks to your presence and to your grace and for your love. Holy God, as this time of this pandemic continues to stretch on and on and on, we acknowledge so many people around us that are struggling, us included. But help us to be reminded, Lord, that you are a good God that you are sovereign, that you are the same today, yesterday, tomorrow, and all days. And for that, we give you thanks. And that is something that we can indeed put our hope and our trust and our faith in, regardless of the turmoil around us. And we give you thanks. So gracious God, as we each go from this time and this space, help us to feel your presence in our lives with every step we take, with every breath we take. All of this and so much more, I pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord, Savior, Redeemer, and Friend. Amen. It's time for your blessing. And before I give it, I just share with you something that someone once said to me when I found myself at a place and I said the word, I just feel broken. And this amazing woman of God, a church member, sat me down and held my hand and said, oh, but Kelly, Jesus is in the business of making what is broken beautiful. So I share that little story with you to say that in that broken place, 
as we all get to that place at times or another. Jesus is still at work in you, making your brokenness a thing of beauty, a place where he can work. And so I want to give you that hope that perhaps even in those moments that God is doing a new thing in you, that when you're mended and put together, that you will be something even more incredible. Your beauty, your faith, your reflection, uh, inspiring to others. And on those days when you just feel plain old broken, may you be blessed in knowing that Jesus is right there with you, holding you, caring for you, praying for you, loving you, and he will never stop making something beautiful out of you. May you be blessed this day. With gates Amen. open wide And there's a seat at the table just waiting for you So come on inside